Welcome to the MHI Cast, the show where we talk to the industry's best minds to uncover their supply chain stories. We explore real-world case studies and get unique perspectives on key trends and emerging technologies from every corner of the material handling, logistics, and supply chain space. Hello and welcome to MHI Cast. Today we're going to be discussing robotics and their use cases in the supply chain. And we're going to hear from two member companies of MHI's Mobile Automation Group, or MAG, M-A-G. Uh, specifically, we're joined by Melanie Wise, CEO of Fetch Robotics, as well as Mark Longacre, the Applications Engineering Manager for AGVs at JBT Corporation. First and foremost, thank you to the both of you for joining us today. My first question is for Melanie. Simple question, but an important one. What do robots do in the supply chain? Yeah, I think if you look at it, uh, it depends on, you know, what whether you're looking at mobile or you're looking at traditional industrial robotics. Um, when you look at traditional industrial robotics like arms, uh, today you see a lot of arms doing, you know, case palletizing onto uh, pallets. You see um, a lot of kind of more manufacturing type activities like packing boxes or or picking out of ASRSs, things like that. And with mobile, you see a lot of transit of goods, whether it's pallets or cases or uh, each picking. And we see a variety of different types of automation solutions. Um, Everything from goods to person, you know, like a Kiva system or, um, uh, you know, an ASRS uh, like you would see with an auto store or something like that, all the way to the type of robots that Fetch makes, which are AMRs, uh, autonomous mobile robots, for doing more like flexible transport within the warehouse. So bringing goods from a shelf to pack out or bringing um, uh, dunnage from an area of the warehouse, or even bringing materials to resupply packing stations. Those are all things that mobile robots do today in the supply chain. Yeah, Melanie, there are a lot of different types of automation in the industry. In your opinion, is there a difference between robots and mobile automation and, and, and what tasks uh, they perform? If you look at traditional industrial robotics, typically it's bolted to the ground. I mean, now we're starting to see some arms getting placed on mobile robots, but largely those are still static and bolted to the ground. And so, you know, the big difference generally is that materials are typically brought to a a work cell where a robotic arm is. And that's usually done by a person. But now with mobile automation or mobile robots, we're seeing that material be brought to those stations via robots um, instead of, of people. Um, and and so that's that's one big difference. I think the, the other thing is, is that if you look at, you know, industrial arms, they're typically in one fixed location, the facility. Mobile robots, the whole facility is their workspace, um, and so they have the ability to drive around, uh, bring goods to any location in the facility, or pick up goods from any location in the facility, and bring them to locations dynamically. And so I think I think that's another, you know, key differentiator. Excellent, thank you, Melanie. 
Uh, over to you now, Mark. What, what am I get, getting your insights and perspective? In your opinion, based on the feedback you're getting from the marketplace, why are companies seeking out these automation and robotic solutions to use in their supply chains? Yeah, robotics and automation are really helping companies solve their growing challenge, and it's, it's really centering around labor. Um, automation helps address the scarcity of labor and the risk associated with uh, short-term labor sto- shortages uh, also helps you with the cost of labor and then other indirect costs that are created by, by manual operations. And those indirect costs could include you know, safety or accidents, um, maybe product that gets lost in the supply chain, uh, damaged product, and just overall decreases in efficiency when the right products aren't getting to the right place at the right time. So automation really, really results in a very lean supply chain. Yeah, that's interesting. What, what kinds of robots, by the way, do you specialize in and how are they typically used? Yeah, JBT specializes in automatic guided vehicle systems, and they typically are moving full pallets in both manufacturing and warehousing. Um, Manufacturing movements include raw materials, moving work in process, or or moving finished goods. And sometimes we're moving support materials, so things like, uh, you know, empty pallets or wrapper materials, uh, things like that. On the warehousing side, uh, movements include storage at right at the production facility, and we call that the end of line. Um, and also warehousing can be uh, just full pallet movements at distribution centers. So in, in um, warehousing, those primary movements could be, you know, robotic trailer unloading, um, movement of products to storage, retrieval from storage, or uh, pallet replenishment to a, to a picking type system, and then even, even trailer loading. And then sometimes we also move empty pallet stacks as well. So those are some of the some of the different applications we get involved in in the supply chain. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate that. Uh, you know, we know that companies turn to automation and robotics for help with a number of challenges. Has that changed at all during the pandemic? Yeah, absolutely. We we see adoption and, and interest in in robotics and automation growing uh, rapidly. I think customers are are starting to understand how frail their actual supply chain really is and how the cost and lack of laborers push them into creating a supply chain that's at risk of shortages. Um, you know, COVID's taught us that really focusing on just a low cost or a very cost, low cost centric supply chain doesn't necessarily create a, a strong supply chain. Cost is only one factor in that equation and, and quality kind of location, level of automation, and, and overall risks of disruption in the supply chain should also be evaluated as well. And we'll see a much more robust supply chain as a result of, of our, our difficult COVID experiences right now. And a strong supply chain will be essential in the future for, for success. Melanie, how about you? Have you noticed any emerging trends uh, due to the pandemic? Well, I mean, the big new trend is disinfection. Um, I think before the pandemic, disinfection was predominantly limited to uh, medical applications, things like that. But, you know, now everyone is trying to figure out how to get people back to work, how to get them back to work safely. And and disinfection is playing a big part of that. And a lot of mobile robots are being uh, 
outfitted with accessories to help do disinfection. So I think that's a huge new trend. Uh, Fetch got into the disinfection business with with several partners, uh, Piedmont National and uh, Build with Robots are two of the partners that we have that are building UV disinfection and fogging disinfection solutions. And so that's that I think is a good example of, you know, a new trend. I think the the other trend that you're starting to see or that we're starting to see is more large WMS uh, players are getting into building execution layers that, uh, you know, work well with robots. And we're working with several partners on that. Vargo, for example, is a good example. Uh, Corber is another example of of partners that we're working with and, and as well as uh, Zebra um, on working with, um, you know, new execution layers for integrating not just the robotics piece, but the the human workforce piece holistically, so that you know you're not just managing the robots or just managing the people separately, but you're managing them as a holistic engine. And so we've been working with a lot of partners there, and I think that that trend um, is definitely growing and will continue to grow as as WMS partners or or uh, players in the market see the large opportunities that uh, mobile robots present. Well, I tell you, hands down, that trend probably will continue to grow. I think that's what we've been seeing the last couple of years. So uh, as we draw to a close now, Melanie, Mark, thank you to the both of you for being with us, uh, sharing your insights, your perspectives, and by and large, educating your colleagues in our industry. So thank you to the both of you. You know, here at MHI, we never stop exploring new opportunities to help you take your manufacturing and supply chain operations to that next level of success. So thank you for making us a part of your professional development journey. And by the way, if you enjoyed this episode of MHI Cast, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Thank you for listening to this MHI Cast. At MHI, we never stop exploring new opportunities to help you take your manufacturing and supply chain operations to the next level of success. Thanks for making us part of your professional development journey.